Welcome to episode 15 of Journeys Adrift. We are really excited to be delving into the action today, so I will keep this very short. Uh, One of the things that I think would add a lot to the excitement of what you're about to hear is critical hit and critical failure cards. And I'm saying that very specifically because we're going to be making a push soon to roll these out and want to bring awareness to it. We on our Patreon have a $10 tier, just $10, where you get to submit your very own. We have some guidelines, you know, it's all explained there, so go check it out. But we're going to give you a shout out on stream, in the podcast. We get to read out the special effect that you create and a cool name. And you get to mess with us as players and sometimes as the GM, because we're also going to do it for named NPCs and the like. So if you want to mess with us, which honestly, why wouldn't you, right? Like you could be the reason that Dr. Len dies. (laughs) No, I'm joking. But honestly, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think it'll add a lot of flavor, a lot of depth to the things that we do when we roll natural 20s and natural ones. So if that sounds like something you want to do, please go check it out. Patreon.com slash waffles maple syrup. Your support will mean everything to us. And we want to shout it out and shout you out and say thank you. So with that, I won't keep you any longer. Let's see just how many natural 20s and natural ones we rolled this episode. See ya! Last time on Journeys Adrift, Dr. Len proved his worth. Sort of. Sticks the needle and some like strange fluids into the box. It mixes quickly into this like slightly greenish serum. All right, now stay still. That's him. He injects him and heals you up some. Starts to, you know catalyze whatever. I don't know how science works. Grace revealed some worrying information. The attempted force entry was large. Define large. High caliber explosives. Military grade likely. Zeha got caught by the party. Do you have, Grace, any information on any Starfinder projects to acquire Grace? Only what I explained to you in your room. Uh-huh. Aha! Yeah. Liavara. <laughs> hmm. Damn you, Grace. <laughs> look at Zeha. <laughs> Is the collective room looked at Zeha? Hey. Is there something we're not discussing, or? And finally, the party arrived on Arconin. And then finally, when you get really close and you're basically landing, the light hits just perfect to gleam this light off of a 45 degree angle vault door that you see that looks like it's heading down into the ground. Now, let's get to the episode. Okay, guys, it's time to get serious. We're done questioning this AI. We're done. We are done arguing. We're done sitting in a spaceship, resting for five hours, doing absolutely nothing. It is time to delve into this bunker trap of death, which is, I'm sure, perfectly fine, and waiting to have a party at our arrival. It is time for Zeha to roll a fortitude saving throw. Yay! That's true! true. (laughs) I forgot! (laughs) Do you have a stored up hero point? I do. Sorry, I have a stored up chicky nuggy. Yes, sorry. Uh, (laughs) I can't say it with a serious face. I have an owlbear nug to use on just such an occasion. But I will request, as we are, you know, we land, we're getting ready, getting our shit together, our gear together, I'll uh, approach Dr. Len and be like, Dr. Len, do you have the those things that you gave me the other day? I know it's been a busy day, but um, can you help again? <laughs> those pills. You're asking for the treatment, or...? I'm asking for drugs for my drug addiction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose I have something in the back. The truth comes out. Yes, I'm asking for help for the radiation. (laughs) He he thinks for a moment. He starts to, like, raise his tentacles up to say something, pauses. Tetsu, could you give me a hand with this? We're treating her again. Oh, I mean, you don't have to sound so put out. I apologize if this is... Um, My my apologies, I just... A drain on your... I had something on my mind. Okay. Tetsu comes out, like, removing the IVs from his very battered form, having just woken up from <laughs> his nap, and it's like, coming, coming, and brings out the med kit. Do you take a moment to wake up? I mean, I don't want you to accidentally bleary-eyed pick the wrong pills. 
he looks <laughs> he, he looks down at the med kit, rubs his eye a bit, and goes, <laughs> I'm good. And I'll I'll double check everything, don't worry. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Um Alright. So I am rolling a fortitude. Dr. Lin's rolling a medicine check. And Tetsu is okay. helping. Okay. We're looking at a twenty eight on the medicine Ooh. check. Twenty three. <laughs> oh, okay. So thirty Ooh. from Dr. Lin on the medicine check. What nice. is that, Dr. Lin, when you're treating when you're helping treat disease, that's a plus four? I believe so. I will double check though. Yes. That's what I recall from previous. Now we just need All right. to say how to roll one. In my back pocket is one getting stale chicken nugget from Jim the Dim that <laughs> I am going to use to save my ass on this roll. Let's Maybe. Maybe. Where did you pull that from? If you don't have to use it, does it go away? No. Uh, you saved it specifically <laughs> for this event. So even if you succeed on the first roll, you have to use it. No, 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 no. <laughs> but doesn't she have another check after this that she could use? Because it's three checks, no, I thought. this is the kill. third. No, oh. this, is, this is my third. Well, okay. unless she fails. Shush. I need to focus. <laughs> I'm so scared. You did all Wait, the hard work. Just, you just gotta it's live. It's a save, though. It's true. What's your bonus? For fort saves? Yeah, let's get into the nitty gritty here. Okay, hold on. Let me count all of these points. Zero. <laughs> okay, so with the plus four, you have to roll a natural nine or greater. I, this is stressing me out. I don't want to get into the details. <laughs> just just I roll. Like Statistically, roll, roll. Let's, probably let's see that one. one. Right, it's rolling. It's rolling. It's happening. Fuck. No. <laughs> it's a six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Try okay, it again, okay. but reverse I, that I, number. Ex, ex, excuse me just a quick moment. I turn around and under uh, my face mask, I, I, I eat the parental nugget real quick. You're going to squander <laughs> all of our work. Oh my God. I'm so scared. Natural one. Hey. Oh, there you oh, go. Damn it. Oh my God. That's a 12. That's a 12, which plus four is a 16. It was DC 13. So, yes, after oh after all of the God. treatment uh, behind the scenes, Dr. Lin's treatment was the reason that your body was able to get rid of the radiation. Zeha is now clear from the radiation sickness. About time. Behind the scenes, it is Jim the Dim that saved my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, ungrateful. Actually, it's a combination of both of them, because without the plus four, you failed. That is yeah. true. Credit where credit's due. Thank you so much, Dr. Len. I think I think I finally feel better. Um, you did. I think it's thanks to you that I'm not much sicker than I am right now. I appreciate it. And I just put my hand on, like, the side of your bell. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> steps away as you do that. Um, it's really no problem at all. It was just simple treatment, and, well, Tetsu helped, so. I, I give a, a solemn nod over to Tetsu. I'm just like, I'm speaking his language. <laughs> Next time we run into irradiated crabs, please stay away. Just future context. Yes, yes. You know, actually, speaking of, I realized I never turned on, I, admittedly, it was just a, supposed to be a car ride, but I never turned on my suit protection, so... I won't be making that mistake again. I was not wearing my armor. And so... So, I understand. Yes, yes. Um, let's make sure everybody has their armor on today, and when we actually go out and start delving into this, I'm going to actually spend the action and turn on my suit's protection for once. Okay. For those that don't know, every basically every armor, unless otherwise stated, has innate protections that basically... Let's you breathe oxygen. It protects you from low-level radiation. It protects you from, like, low-level inhalation. So, like, since you're breathing your suit's oxygen, if poison spores hit you in the face, you don't get them. Like, because you're in a suit of armor in a, basically a spacesuit. A low-grade spacesuit. But there's a limit per yes. item level, I believe. So we There's can only a limit do it for per so item long. level. But it's, like, days. Pretty sure it's, yeah, it's, it's a day per item level kind of thing. So that's not going to come up unless you guys are trekking or get stuck somewhere. I was going to say, speaking of moons and stuff, like, do we know what we're about to step out into? Like, are we, like, going into a place that has atmosphere? Like, what kind of moon is this? Sure. You could definitely check it. Like, once your ship lands, you can send out, like, an environmental scan, Grace, or just a ship even. And you would know that the moon does not have, like, oxygen it does not have a breathable atmosphere uh gravity is normal as per a planet you can't you're not like floating or anything but 
the moon itself does not have a breathable atmosphere. Yeah. On that note, during the five hours that I was kind of just letting everything drift, I would have either sent a scan into the storm or had Grace do it so that I could just have some information about like what the storm is itself. Like, is it a plasma storm? Is it like, what? what is its like general makeup? Is there a storm immediately here? Or you mean just the moon? Uh, and the entire moon is covered by clouds and then spots of those clouds are what looks to be electrically arcing, like a lightning storm. Right. To answer your question, Aizen, as you kind of send out a pulse and test it a little, it seems to be, it seems to come back reading as a normal but very high level electrical storm. Right. I actually, as part of the setup, and we can go into this later, but I just wanted to have this in my back pocket of like, because the Shimmerine deal with electrical storms and they have like architecture that specifically is meant to like avoid destruction. I, I don't think I need to do this now, but I want to just have it in the back pocket that I want to make an architecture check for when when it comes up of like things that can handle the storm, like what the risk is in case of any sort of issue. But we can we can deal with it as it, the problem comes up. Sounds good to me. So are we just I know we just went through a whole bunch of info on suits and, and protection. Just to clarify, do we need any additional protection to walk out from the ship right now? Do we need to wear spacesuits? No, space it, it, it is assumed that you are donning spacesuits. Mm. Okay. Perfect. Obviously, flavor-wise, you guys are all getting on spacesuits. You have to have, like, you have communicators in them. It's, a, it's all assumed under the Starfinder rules. But, like, flavor-wise, you guys all do have helmets on. You're, not, you're breathing circulated oxygen. You have a day's worth of circulated oxygen. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, and that does mean, by the way, that we're all attached with one communication channel, unless we change that to talk individually with each other, so it'll be assumed that everyone can hear anything. Yep. And you all know all of those codes, like, so if one of you want to just talk to one of you, it happens, and if one of you want to, and if you talk to everyone, that happens too. Can we make, like, group uh, chats without a <laughs> single member of the party? Like, <laughs> stop looking at me. Zeha and Aizen have a, um one-on-one -on -one communication where we just like gossip and talk shit about all of you <laughs> <Don't worry> about <laughs> it. zeha you went into the wrong channel we heard everything <laughs> Ooh. oh uh, this is awkward <laughs> yeah the, the funny part was she didn't know because Aizen doesn't really respond like he agreed to that chat but he doesn't actually like talk in it so she just like went, oh come like, on you know Aizen's just like yes his butt looks stupid in that suit hey. <laughs> he, he, like, hey. he like nods he, he like he nods and grunts right like he doesn't he, he does like he doesn't like actively say anything just because he's focusing on whatever but he like registers that yes and slightly agree. I'll take the smirk he's, he's literally <laughs> typing out like asterisk grunt asterisk <laughs> <laughs> just texting uh speaking about communications can grace communicate with us while we're away or is that no. like yeah, they're tied to the ship unless you guys come up with something or buy something that allows your ship to communicate with you like you couldn't it's not like a batmobile or anything you can't call your ship to you or anything therefore you can't like contact with grace either i Last point of order, I think, before we're ready to go, um, which is that we will, um, I'm assuming, so just anybody stop me if that's not the case, but we'll tell Nanal to stay on the ship, watch over Esni as she is still recovering, and then as an aside, I will tell Grace to uh, lock down and not allow them to, like, access info or controls <laughs> just want to lock them out basically <laughs> yeah or the engines so that they don't just fly away yes easily enough done they're locked out from basically interacting with the ship itself but they're not locked to their rooms they can go around they can eat yeah, and exactly. everything else no food for you yeah locked in foodless rooms <laughs> bye bye nano <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's gravity though right we determined that there is gravity yes, yes. okay how strong how strong is the gravity pull you onto the map Ooh. if it if it's any different it's minuscule and you can't notice it kind of thing it is basically what you're used to kind of like normal space station gravity it's absalom gravity which is based off like old galarian like it's it's all there. there is a standard of gravity even though people didn't know what quote-unquote galarian was there is still a standard of gravity that goes around that holds people down it is very close to that i'm sure it was calculated by like body mass and yeah yeah there's <laughs> yeah there's some gravitational constant that was just mathematically solved for 
All right, this is what you guys see, though, as you guys come down and land on the planet. It's more than black nothing. Uh, You see (laughs) what looks to be a 45-degree angle vault door that caught the light just right, kind of let you know it's here. And you see portions of walls jutting out here and there. Probably about 70% of the walls are jutting out of the ground uh, to assume to let you know that this base is underground and that it uses some sort of structure including the the land of the moon as a roof which can give you kind of as you guys walk around and like look at it a little bit it gives you kind of the general shape of this laboratory Ooh. okay five bucks right now the electrical storm powers the lab yes Ooh, that's very cool Did anybody oh, okay yeah without question <laughs> okay so immediately can as we're as we're traversing from the spaceship to the door like just a general perception check see if we're alone out here and what all's going on where are the moon monsters give me the perception check i'm also looking for any signs of struggle or something or like big footprints shit went down a whopping (laughs) a big sos written in rocks (laughs) anyone else that wants to make this check can make it as well Ooh, tens all around natty 10 (laughs) uh 28 you disgust me. Am I it capable Damn, of rolling bad? I mean, just being this oh, good is tough. The face yeah. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to combat, and you roll nothing but one. No, no way, I'm your healer. You have to protect <laughs> me. <laughs> All right. It's true. People over a 10, which is Zeha, Dr. Lin, and Mo, and Tetsu. You guys are uh, looking around. What you see is... Everyone, I should say, everyone else sees basically nothing. You're just kind of on a moon. You're you're grabbing some, you're grabbing everything else I've said. The vault door, the walls that are coming out of the moon. Everyone over a tin. You guys are looking around. You see these dead trees kind of around, and like while everyone else sees them, they catch your attention to the fact that as you look out across more of the horizon of the moon, scanning for creatures that might attack you or anything, there's none of these trees elsewhere. They're just around this, what you can assume is a building underground. Uh, Dr. Lin, you rolled over 20, you rolled a 28. Uh, you're looking around and you see very specifically what Zeha asked for in signs of struggle. You very oddly see zero signs of struggle. Like you're like looking very specifically for it, like eyeballs everywhere, and you see none. And you're very confident that you see none. Zeha, they don't. Well, this goes for everyone. There doesn't appear to be any sign of struggle whatsoever. It's okay, Dr. Lin. I am the captain. It's understandable. Either what we're looking for is inside, or they went willingly. It doesn't look suspiciously clear, does it? And you see her trying to like look at the ground like it's not been swept or something. Well, there's the storm kicking. Yeah, and no, Dr. Lin, like, there's no rain coming down. It's just a lightning storm. And no, it doesn't, it doesn't look like, with your perception check, you're pretty... You're pretty confident that it ha- it's just a natural land formation. Like, nothing, no one has gone over their own tracks. You're pretty confident about that. Yeah, it just looks normal. Which, you know, that, that could be suspicious, considering everything. True. All right, well... Are we sure this is the right place? Yes, that's what Grace directed us to. And that was Starfinder intel, so I'm assuming this is their base. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me send Wasp to the other side while uh, while we're over here maybe there's something on the other walls you want to mount in the electrical storm it'll be all right uh, is there any more of this structure that's above ground or is it just this door and like entryway uh, just this door and then like minor points of the walls that look like they haven't been evenly built or maybe the ground is eroded a little like you can see like just a piece of the wall kind of sticking up here and there that lets you know the shape of the building but otherwise there are, there's no other part of the structure that is above ground okay i'd like to have wasp just take a pass and just inspect the walls and uh, have mo look through while wasp is doing this sure uh as wasp takes a pass give me an engineering check don't fuck it up <laughs> Ooh. 22 nice okay boy uh you can tell that everything seems to be pretty stable like in structure, you don't think like there's no signs of cave-ins that have ever happened around here. Therefore, it's pretty like solidly built kind of thing. You can also tell that on the other side, basically directly opposite of all of you, 
there seem you see just points of jutting walls that seem to show you that you would assume that there was another entrance over there, but there's not. Therefore, you're kind of thinking like maybe that was a cave-in or maybe it goes down further, like further even down than these walls do because there's no walls that show even further than that. So like a secondary level, like deeper underneath? Basically, yes. And that would be up here where I'm being currently, uh, directly to the north of where you guys are. Gotcha. Awesome. Uh, Moat would relay that information. All right. Okay. Well, it's, it's good to know. It's big and it goes deep. Let's let's get in there. Let's be careful, everybody. I should go first. I don't disagree, but please, let's get a little less beat up than last time. I don't know what you're talking about. I was perfectly fine. <laughs> Some of us were. Is it lock the door? Or mm-hmm. is it, can we just get in? Tell me what you're doing. Depending on what the door is, I will attempt to open it. If it's, like, keycard locked, I won't, but, like... It is a 45-degree angle vault door that has a keypad on it with numbers exposed up to 0 to 9, and, like, it has a handle on everything else. Uh, looks like, basically, your natural vault door that, that probably needs a code. Is it, yeah, it's like a red light showing that it's locked? There's, there's no light showing that it's locked whatsoever. Okay, well, to, to start... Can I make a computer check to see if I can identify if it's currently locked or not? Yes. Can I be helping? If you would like to. Reminder, I, I want to get this out here before we get into the super nitty gritty. You can take 10. That means if you all stand around and take 10 minutes, you roll a 10 on the dice. You can take 20. That means if you all stand around and take 20 minutes, you roll a 20 on the dice. And you can still add your bonus and everything. That said, you can't do any of that stuff for anything that would be potentially harmful to you, like countermeasures or traps. You can't take a 20 on a trap, like something that needs precision, can't be take 20 on, uh, all that kind of stuff. Further, anyone that knows any kind of hacking or like needs to know anything about computers, there are very specific rules for them. And actually, here, I'll pull that. I wrote something about them, and I'll pull them up real quick to tell you. Yeah, they get nuts. I better get into the nitty-gritty of it, because I'm going to hack the shit out of everything. (laughs) Hack the planet. This is the stuff that everybody would know on a flavor slash mechanical level. So the base DC for a computer is 13 plus 4 times its tier. So 13 plus 4 for a tier 1, 13 plus 8 for a tier 2, etc, etc. To hack the system, this is what you need. You need to beat that DC. You can cut the time in half to hack the system to rate and raise the DC by 5. To gain root access, it is that DC plus 20. Hacking the system gives you basic functions. Root access gives you basically everything. Is there a way to determine by glance tiers? Like if someone is adept at hacking and has that as a skill, you know, is there some check there? Yeah, I'll give you guys a computer's check and based on the check I can give you the tier or I'll give you a tier plus plus one minus one. Okay. Uh, But uh, continue with the rules to gain root access. It is that DC that I was just talking about plus 20. Gaining root access does not give you the ability to eliminate countermeasures. All computers, or not all computers, but some computers are known to have countermeasures, whether that's a firewall, something that's going to trigger and just blow up the computer, erase all data, or alarm someone that there. Some countermeasures, everyone would know, go off if you fail. Other countermeasures go off if you just attempt to access the system, even if you pass, even if you crit. To disable or manipulate the countermeasure, you have to gain access to the system, which is that 13 plus 4, blah, blah, blah. You have to hack the system. And then you have to disable, which is just a DC 10 check. Uh, sorry, it's a DC 10 check if you have a root access. If not, you have to make that hacking the system check again. So when you gain access, do you identify countermeasures before they go off? If you're tra- like you said, no. you, to disable countermeasures, you have to get access. So... For countermeasures, it's a specific action that allows you to check if they're there, add them, delete them, etc. That check is the same numerically as hacking the system. So I need to separately make a check if there's countermeasures, separately make a check to hack the thing and gain access, and then separately make a check to disable. Yes. Okay. If that's how you want to do it. Some people would just attempt to hack the system. If it's like a tier one computer at an Applebee's, like... They're not going to have a firewall that kills you. 
It's not going to pull right. out a pistol at the, out of the computer mainframe and shoot you in the face. The, the Applebee's computer detonates. <laughs> you don't know Applebee's. Everyone in yeah. the shop. Yeah, actually, it depends on the Applebee's. Here's your appetizer. <laughs> okay. Now, back to this. Can I make a check to identify the tier of this tech? Yes. Anyone that is trained in computers can make me a computer's check to identify this tier. Yeah. 14. 17 for 24. Me, and I was helping her, so. Nice. Moot and Dr. Lin, very specifically, but... All of you talking assume that this door going, this vault door going into the base is a tier two like security system attached to it. Just to okay. just to get rid mm. of some of the checks, I'll go ahead and add since Moat did make a twenty five, and that's slightly higher than what we were aiming for. I will tell Moat that Moat, you assume that while it is a tier two system, you also assume it does have countermeasures attached to it, though you don't know what they are. So we're, I'm assuming all, right. all of us are basically gathered around this uh, thing and discussing it openly of like how we want to do this. So I will be the first to just kind of, after scanning it, ask, um, all right, should I just... Oh, actually, do we have a Starfinder card we could just swipe? No. I glance back at the ship. Never mind. It's probably... <laughs> probably should have been done earlier. Shall I attempt to gain access? Does anyone want to knock first? Uh, yeah, try to open it before we do anything. I mean, we're here to help, so might as well knock, right? But if there's trouble, do we want to... I mean, I suppose we'll find the trouble either way, but... Um... Can you do a, a check to see if it's already been hacked? Can Like, is there a way of finding... If there has been trouble, this would be a place to I mean, check. we know there has been. But I mean, like, the type of trouble. Right. Yeah, actually, I'll... With that question kind of coming up, Mo, like gives another quick look at it. And you do think that the door moat is openable. The security has been bypassed in some way. You're not sure. You, can, right. you guys can do more checks to figure out. But with Eisen kind of asking that question, moat gives another look real quick and does find out that it, it, it is openable. Yeah, we could probably open it. It's, there's something that's been bypassed here. So that's probably, uh, you know, probably doable. We can probably just go for the open. Honestly, just got to make sure we uh, hit whatever the code is. So if we can scrape that, then we're good. Sure, let's do that. How long does hacking typically take? Is it a take 10 type of action? You can take 10. It is usually, so it's a full round action for a tier one computer. So it'd be two full round actions, like 12 seconds for a tier two computer. Uh, then based on the GM, it can get exponentially harder. If you're just hacking the system, I'll go ahead and tell you how I'm doing it in my brain. Once you hit about tier five, you're at a full minute. Oof. Okay. Well, either way, I can do it in half the time, because four hands make for light work. <laughs> okay, sorry. As it says when you're four-handed, the thing with hacking, you can never get below a full action. Certainly. So on that note, um, Tetsu or Moat, you, Mo, you seem to have been looking at the system well, but come uh, look over this with me. So basically, I want to hack the system with some assistance. Are we going to take 10 to do this? Doesn't take, take, taking 10 raise the DC? No, it does no. not at all. It just raises the time. It just gives you a flat 10 on the roll. Yeah, you take 10 minutes and you have a flat 10. You can take 20. So knowing it's a tier 2, that makes the DC at the very least 21. If I take 10, uh, which gives me a 10 check plus my mod, I would be a 19. So with a successful aid, we can certainly try to do that. Mm-hmm. Or I can roll. Uh, I would also like to throw in there that you cannot aid somebody that is taking 10. Yeah. Okay. Ah. ah. Then. <laughs> then I'm going to roll. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Natural 20. Back. Okay. We're so good. I rolled a 22. Oh. Okay. All right. Going quickly. You watch Zeha just all four arms kind of come out. She goes to work on this computer. Tetsu's like, no, this one right here. Uh, a lot of you are kind of like kind of helping you like this one this one and uh what are you exactly doing zeha you're trying to hack the system yeah i'm trying to gain access okay not root access just access <laughs> yeah for the door i'm gonna say yes like you you unlock it you can't reprogram its code or anything but you unlock it funnily enough as you attempt to gain access and like try to unlock it you you know you did it correctly nothing happens could be the countermeasures tetsu try to open it i think it might be open already okay then and Tetsu goes over and grabs the handle and slowly turns it. You do, and it slowly turns, and like it begins. To, you feel like the pressure releasing, and it begins to open. 
I did suggest that it was possibly already open, but true. Okay. But we don't want to, you know, open up traps or something. You're the one who wanted to hack the door. <laughs> okay. As you guys open the door, you hear that, and you feel that resistance kind of ease Tetsu as the door and the space beyond it kind of depressurizes. The door opens to these five foot wide metal stairs leading down approximately about 10 feet inside. You see on the walls what looks to be an almost luminescent type of fungus, except it's not giving off light. Like when the light hits it, it looks like it should be glowing. But as you like look deeper down into the hallway, it is pitch black in there. Remember that for anyone who doesn't have dark vision. So actually, th- there's a question for me. I-, I can give off bright light in a five foot ring. What does that mean in terms of... Uh, I I assume it's similar to Pathfinder. If you give off bright light in five feet, you give off dim light up to ten feet. Great. I mean, and you can adjust it, right? Like, you'd have to turn yourself brighter into a a walking nightlight. Bright (laughs) light. Bright light. Bright light. (laughs) So the thing is, I cannot turn myself off. It will always be, like, low light, but I can go low, dim, or bright. Whatever, like, the three states of light, I can go between them. Do you want to know what order, or are we just can we just shuffle in carefully? You can shuffle in wherever you want, but I will say that if anything happens where you are on the map is where you are when it happens. I would like to be in the middle, because I have, like, limited blind sense, and I'm kind of going to be blind past that. Uh, well, I would also like to not bring up the rear. Uh, th- that's fine, Dr. Len. Go go ahead of me. Aizen, would you like to take the rear? You are bright, and I am fine in the dark. No, I think he needs to be in front so that we can see. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine this talk, like, you guys are like, no, let's do this and this, and, like, watching where you are on the map, I just imagine, like, you guys are having to step out of the staircase to rearrange each other. And you're like, <laughs> no, 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 please, let's uh, do this. Here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I press up to the side and let him squish past me. <laughs> jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if, if Tetsu says that, uh, Aizen will just look at him blankly of, like, I'm not moving. Like, he doesn't say anything. It's just, like, I am going this way. Uh, but as he does mention the uh, lighting, a pair of quite bright lights shine from behind as some attached lights to Moat's uh, mask kick on to provide some extra luminescence to everything. Make sure everybody can see. Beautiful. Thank you. That would be useful. Let me know if I need to turn them off. All right, let's be careful. And just out of character, did, uh, should it be Tetsu Aizen, Dr. Lin? <laughs> That's what I thought. If, if like, Dr. Lin tries to push past me, like, I, I am trying to be second in the line. You, you go ahead. I thought I thought you wanted me to go there because, like, yeah, there's a space in between. No. With enough bright light kind of shedded by Aizen and Wasp, will say that everyone can see at least within a 30-foot range. Uh, you guys can correct me if the rules are any different for your characters. As Tetsu comes up to the front, what is revealed seems to be a four-way. Intersection? I don't know why, for some reason, I thought like you were saying a word that wasn't a word. <laughs> like I was like, do you mean hallway? What do you mean four-way? <laughs> a, a four-way that you look to the west, and I'm using west as left and et cetera, et cetera, but you look to the west. There is a door at the end of the hallway, a very large door, and then on the north side of the hallway, there's a small one. You see an exact mirrored version of that to the east, and then to the north, you see what looks to be a relatively normal-sized door. All right, and Tetsu's going to relay this? Yeah, just uh, since in knowledge checks are free, um, you said there was algae or whatnot on the walls? Yeah, there's some type of, like I said, when the light hits it and you guys are shining light now, it looks like it should be bioluminescent, like it kind of glows, but it's not. It's not shedding any light currently, uh, but there, there's just in various spots kind of along the walls here. Can I make a life science check to see if I know what these are? Absolutely. 19. All right. Kind of giving it a look over, Zeha. It is some sort of plant you've never seen before. And with your 19, I'll tell you that that is, it's like a little odd. You're pretty studied on plants. Uh, You can kind of place it in the algae category, but you're not, you're not quite sure what it is. Is it enough to just kind of know if it's dangerous or not, or just just careful around it or? With your life science check, you're not sure. I can tell you by looking at it, it's easy to assume it's dangerous. 
but like how you're not sure like if you maybe if you touch it you die like if you eat it <laughs> then it turns you green like you you have no clue it's I'm very easy green. by its color though to, to assume it's wow. dangerous man really, really suck All if right, someone just well, turned green randomly just that'd be awful by not intention <laughs> he's strange wow <laughs> Especially if they were human. Waffle. Definitely human. Waffles is a killer <laughs> so GM, weird. man. <laughs> I hate all of you. You're going to make me be green in, uh, in two campaigns, <laughs> one after the other. <laughs> Sorry, sir, you are green again. Okay. I will uh, just kind of conversationally, quietly to Dr. Len, kind of just chat about it. Be like, I'm not sure I've ever seen algae like this before. I'm assuming it's algae. And uh, DM, do I think it is algae? You can also give me a life science check if you wish. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> Elbow the player. Hey. <laughs> Do you want to roll? 21. Uh, you know basically the same thing, except you think you're you think you're probably more studied than she is, and you still haven't like heard of it or anything. Rude. <laughs> I mean, you're right. It does look like some sort of algae, but who knows what it does. It could turn you green for all I know. I, I'd recommend not eating it. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> All right, so four-way intersection. Where to? Tetsu's gonna give like a rundown as he's walking, like through his calm, but so that obviously it doesn't like audibly go out. But looking all directions, can I hear any noise? I, any of give those me a perception check. A natural sixteen plus. Wait, can we hear noise seven. without atmosphere? I assume the base has atmosphere. It was pressurized. Um. So. So we closed it behind us. Sure, we did. Did you close it behind you? I, I okay. imagine there's an airlock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's not an airlock. That seems oh. just ill I don't believe that when you open a door without a second door to pressurize, I don't think it's just going to pressurize the whole place every time. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's the it... future. Come on. Magic <laughs> is a thing here, to be fair. 24. That's true. Or 20. No, 23. Okay. Listening, you don't hear any sounds. To kind of with your 23 i'll tell you you are listening very quietly and aizen steps off the last step and you hear it which leads you to believe that once the door is closed this place repressurized okay what the fuck seems terrible design magic i'm sure it's a horrible design <laughs> they all die of oxygen <laughs> deprivate uh, uh, yeah no tetsu yeah. we all die off. of oxygen <laughs> <laughs> deprivation oh, guys I know. Tetsu's gonna take a uh, look to the left and kind of just go that way. Okay. Pick a direction. Perfect. And Tetsu did say he relayed the information to you, so you all know that there's a east and a west kind of mirrored to each other, and a north that ends in a door. Yeah. And so far, there's no signs of, like, a scuffle, correct? So far, there are zero signs of a scuffle. Are we checking doors? I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to be alone, but it, can we, it, is it wide enough for two by two? Uh, you'd be squeezing, which basic, basically to move out of that area is going to be difficult terrain kind of thing. But you can definitely, it basically, like, think human-wise, you'd be shoulder by shoulder. Like, you'd be literally touching the other person's shoulder. I'm just staggered around the corner, around the intersection. I have my back towards the group, and I'm keeping an eye around us. Okay. Should I enter doorways? Yes, let's. We want to check the whole place. Mm-hmm. Tetsu's going to open this first door and test it to see if it is unlocked and then try to open it. Okay. Give me a perception check. Are they by chance labeled? Ooh, 26. There are zero labels on any of the doors. Yeah, now I roll well. Tetsu, as you open, you go to check the door. Seems fine. You open it. It is a restroom. I have found a toilet. It's a lavatory. That's lovely. Did you search it? Get really in there behind that lavatory. Just walk down the hallway, ignoring her. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I'll go ahead and tell you, like, with Moat's engineering skills and anyone's basic engineering skills, that you can assume the other shapes that are very similar is also a restroom. So that would be the door down the hallway on the other side? Yes. Uh, Moat will make the um, the lights that they provide be the 50-foot radius version. So the way that the, the uh, oh, shit. things work is basically either <laughs> it increases light level by one step in... A hundred foot cone or in a fifty foot radius. Okay. It'll do it in a uh, radius to avoid unnecessary light. I completely forgot that I have dancing lights. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just keep stealth up as like a trap deterrent of like I'm just watching where I keep my like step in case of like turrets coming down from the ceiling or yada yada. 
I'll say yes, like you're like flavorfully you're watching yourself, but right now, and you would know this, Tetsu would be the one to trigger any traps, and if he triggers it and you're in the line, you're still caught. Okay, that's fine. Like be, him being in front means he, like he he's the one that has to watch out for things right now. If he steps on it, then he, very unlikely, and I'll just tell you, mechanically in Pathfinder, very, or Starfinder, very unlikely he's going to bypass a trap and you're going to step on it. Right. So I mean, I'm fine with that. If, if, he, if he takes the shockwave first, I seem to satisfied, so. For sure. You know. <laughs> if Tetsu gets hit by a giant trap, I am happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it too. He just won't admit that he pushed <laughs> Tetsu into it. No, yeah. <laughs> he just didn't point it out. <laughs> All right, Tetsu, you're at this. You're at this large door to the west. I open it, or well, I'm gonna check it to see if it's locked and trapped and all the usual stuff. And it's a uh, twenty. Perception check twenty. Looking it over, doesn't seem to be locked. Give it a very quick look over from what you can see. Doesn't seem to be trapped. You go to open it, and you die. No, I'm just kidding. Hold Yay, on. I reveal the room. Roll a deck save. I embrace it. I will also on the comms just kind of mention as Mo noticed there is a deeper level in the back so I completely agree with scanning everything but if we do need to if we get short on time we should probably just go down towards the back are we short on time? no no I'm just saying and you open the door to a room that shows an ornate table almost overflowing with different types of papers and ink and quill two speakers sit on either side of the table while a bookcase hugs the eastern wall. In the very south of the room, a screen lights part of the room with bright bluish light showing ten different rectangles on the screen. Each of these rectangles show a different scene of what look to be quite small rooms with beds, chairs, and time just ticking in the upper right-hand corner. Does it look like, um, as I step into the room, can I get immediate vibe of what type of research this is? Like, is it cells? Is it uh, experiments? Uh, what I mean, what are you checking? Are you ju- just the overall feel of the room? Yeah, looking at the the TV and what it's displaying. Yeah, looking at the TV and what it's displaying, it's quite easy to see that it's. You can assume it's cells or experiments. Like, it's it's definitely along that line of thought process because it is ten different rooms showing just like beds and chairs and like uh, places that people would stay glancing over the table similar question like does it kind of give me a hint of what this is all about or a scientist's name that's doing it? that'll take some time of like actually reading okay i'll start well I actually i have a ability so i'm gonna step up to the screen and i'm going to kind of just my hand in front of it i just look over it and i'm gonna quick scan which is, I pass my hand in the air near the data source. I get general information as what information is stored in it. So I don't know if this is being recorded or if there is any like storage on it, but I just want to get an idea of like what this is recording. I'll tell you very openly that there is zero data stored, and you okay. know that like this is a screen, and the everything that is recording it and stuff is housed elsewhere. Okay, perfect. Oh, just let me know anybody if you find any data storage <laughs> i found paper yes less interested in that well does the paper isn't anything like valuable right looks like research books it would literally take like a minute or two to begin to look at it like you can't just glance and see what it is but yeah. it it definitely looks like somebody was here watching a screen writing down something yeah and i'm just taking that minute to kind of get a gist yeah i'll look through the bookcase yeah okay. i would help on the bookcase while they're doing that, uh, Moat is going to turn around, switch the light to a 100-foot cone, and try to get some light shed on the opposite end of the tunnel and send Wasp over there to take a look. Okay. What, what is Dr. Len doing? He's just kind of standing there looking at the screen for the moment. I, I was going to ask a question when I get the chance. You got the chance. Okay, Go. I got the chance. Looking at the, like, cells, does it look like there are any, like, scratch marks on the interiors or anything that would suggest they had people that weren't happy to be there? Ooh, asking the tough question. Give me a life science check. Are you torturing people, Waffles? At 23. God, okay. his rolls. Looking over the cells, there's 
absolutely nothing wrong with them. Okay. And as you continue to look over them, you just stare at these screens and these different rectangles. You watch the time. It ticks. It ticks. It ticks. And you're sitting here watching the cells. And something odd, whether it's a second ticking and somebody moves within a cell. I don't know if I said it. I should say there's like humanoids in some of these cells. Oh, okay. But somebody moves. Oh. Somebody moves within a cell. Doesn't add up to the time like the seconds are ticking normally yet the movement looks slightly slow to you something something ticks in your head in your bill that <laughs> these are fake this is a fake feed i don't think this feed this isn't real whatever they're broadcasting here it's probably pre-recorded in that case aizen if you're gonna look through the bookcase you keep doing that i'm going to instead hearing this look around to see if there's a way to like switch feeds like if there is a hidden feed that needs to be turned on like this is like this is the screensaver and the the real info is somewhere else right give me a computer check real quick sure and i know a lot of people were doing stuff so we can For go sure. through everybody yeah we'll do your computer's check and then we're gonna pop back to everyone else mm, it's an 11 you don't see any way to switch the feed here you do see wires that run underground and towards the east so like towards the other side of the building East northeast or east east where mode is hard east like where moat and wasp are kind of like they're just pulled like you can see them kind of being pulled underground towards the east like straight right okay uh, everybody can be under the assumption that any information that the gm is telling me i'm sharing i don't feel like keep saying i tell everybody yeah. this <laughs> yeah ba- basically tell me if you're not sharing something exactly eisen you move up to the bookcase give me a sleight of hand uh, oh, you found uh, the trap. Uh-oh. Sadly, with my armor, Uh-oh, it's a plus zero. Okay. You're okay. dead, kid. That's not Just horrible. roll that 20, you're fine. Mm. Sayonara. Four- 14? Not, not horrible. Uh, 14 with a plus zero ain't bad. You gotta pick up a book, and you feel like the back fourth of the book just crumble. And you're kind of looking over it. It's got this greenish hue to it. It doesn't seem dangerous or anything, like you don't think it's about to explode in your face, but you're looking over it, and it's very hard to pick up this book without it disintegrating and just disappearing in your hand. Wait, a green issue? It. It's the algae, what? guys. Get out of here. It's the algae. It eats oh, paper. Nobody touch anything. Yeah, so I, I will say, <laughs> this room has been compromised Nerd. by something. It's it's a bookworm. Get Okay, sorry. <laughs> nah. Are the papers <laughs> on the table doing the same? No, they're not. It's not touching the wall. What are I'm you doing shame. with the papers on the table, Tetsu? You're just going to begin to look through them? Yeah, I was just scanning to see, like, any vague, in, like, idea of what that screen is displaying or who's researching here or just basic cursory information. Okay, give me a life science or a medicine check. I'm going to do medicine. Your choice. Man, I am popping off 25. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Kind of reading through these papers, you see multiple notes of very long-winded explanations of experimentation on the atmosphere and something called the adaptation serum and it is just like days on days on weeks on years uh like you skip 10 pages and you see what looks to be ag321 skip 10 more pages ag325 and it looks like this has been this kind of experiment has been going on for a while and everything you see is about the atmosphere and how it can change. Okay, I'm just going to kind of grab up the books and mention to Dr. Lin that he might want to read these later. Do you mention what you, like, saw in them? Like, the stuff about the adaptation serum? Kind of same what Syrup said. I'm explaining what I'm seeing. Lin, like, jumps towards you and, like, tries to grab them out of your hand. I kind of pull back and go... Just give give me a moment. Give me a moment. I'm... I'm bringing them. I don't If I look I through them, understand. is it anything like the research I've done before on adaptation? Or at least a similar concept? Ooh. Give me a life science or medicine check. And meanwhile, Real can good. I sense motive on Dr. Len? Sure thing. Now, can I roll culture instead? Because of my uh, thing. Natural Have 20 for culture to Dear God. Oh my Dear God, God, Dr. Len. I'm built different. Farso, okay. what did you do to with roll 20? What agreement have you made that you haven't if told you us? If you google Roll20 hack client <laughs> Roll20 might be sponsoring us but Barso's paying them off. 
<laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe what's going on here is Roll20 is just sponsoring Varso. We're the byproduct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I can't remember. Did I did I successfully pass a um, culture check on Syphazoans? I don't remember that you have. Uh, I would suggest keeping a tally list, obviously, of cultures that you do. But I, I honestly don't remember that you have successfully passed one on Syphazoans. I think you attempted but failed. Okay, I will not, but I will say that, like, any downtime moving forward, I very likely would be spending, like, every day, because I think I can do it once a day, culture checks on our crew. So at the very least, I know each other as we get to know each other. I'll flavor it that way, like, as we get to know each other better, but... Absolutely. I'll remind you that it's... So the culture checks are all about the actual sentient alien race than more themselves. So people like Grace or Syphazoans are going to be much harder even like Eisen. Like honestly, you're actually your whole party. <laughs> you're all yeah. weird. <laughs> your entire party are very weird. And so like while you can try it every day and absolutely remind me and we will let you roll every day, it's probably going to take a little bit. I hear that. What the way in my brain, the way that I've like done this ability, we call it espionage knowledge. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but when like we said, when actively probing, because I know this is kind of something that we we homebrew. This is one of Waffles's but. awesome homebrew stuff. But we said when actively probing a living organism, you may roll a culture check instead of a normal sense motive, provided that you've succeeded on a culture check against that culture. So I completely understand it's against like the race as a whole. But I assume the more time I spend with people of that race, I can pick up more of what's their personality and what is their habits. It, it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I, I got that in my head. I got minor pluses and minuses for that person. And then like, basically you're studying Dr. Lin as a culture first and as a person second. And so when you succeed, you'll have like some major pluses to Dr. Lin versus some minor pluses Perfect. to all Cyphozoans in the world. I trust you, GM. I mean, space. I mean, uh, <laughs> nope. yes. Big nope. Daddy Space Master. <laughs> I don't want her probing me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mo's yeah, that's job. Mo, don't worry. That's, Mo already did that like a few times in your sleep. It's fine. You can't prove that in a court of law. <laughs> can't prove that in a court of law. Anyways, all right. So I will do just a flat sense motive, which is a 12, which is pretty good, actually. Okay. Uh, I will tell you, and feel free to correct me, Dr. Lin, that you see him visibly get more upset than like he has. And not like, not like upset, not like he's about to kill Tetsu, but like he reacts in a way that you haven't seen it like he jumps towards the papers that's what like you you see literally his actions you don't like his face clearly yeah. doesn't show emotions or anything but you notice it or a face you, you get it you, you get that these papers are somewhat important to him it even more so than probably a kfac attacking what you doing dr yeah, lynn dr lynn made that natural, natural 20 medicine check dr lynn you're looking over the papers yes it's not in any way how you would have ever applied the serum to anything and it is very off-putting it's almost like it's encrypted to you as you're like reading over it it is it doesn't seem like an experiment that your serum would ever be able to handle yet you're drawing conclusions from it like this is the da vinci code or something like you're like you're like math in the right plus math in the left equals this paper all right (laughs) yeah okay He's the meme with everything swirling around his head. Basically, yes. He's, he's, like, he's like, this line of text plus this line of text on four years down the road makes sense that it's my serum. So after taking the papers, he just kind of folds up all the ones he has in his hand, like, very aggressively and shoves them away. Um, Is everything all right, Dr. Len? It's fine. Uh, we just need to keep exploring here. Do you want us to collect the rest of the papers that you're so eager to hold on? Y- yes. And he starts, like, just pulling as many as he can just scooping it all in <laughs> he will literally stuff his bag chock full of papers while everyone is specifically looking at dr len i think that like the if the camera can slightly see eyes in the background you can see that he is also has a look on his face but no one's like because of dr len's outburst no one is looking in his direction so no one can really see that he is like definitely looking at these things in detail and very highly interested, but he's trying to, like, play it cool and just, like, he's in the background, <laughs> nothing, nothing's happening. Sure. Moat with Wasp on the other side, is there anything specific you're doing? Are you trying to get through the door? Are you just looking at it? What's up? Oh, it's a door? Yeah, in that case, Moat 
would basically just be standing still, holding the uh, having the lights projecting down the hallway, and then would be looking through Wasp controlling manually, and would use Wasp to basically jack in and try to open the door and take a look inside there, just to kind of see what's up. Okay. Unlike spaceship doors, you attempt to get Wasp to jack in, and as they attempt to open, as Wasp attempts to open this door, it is one part electronic, one part mechanical, and the fact, and like, Tetsu can corroborate when you come back in the room, if you come back in the room and say something, but Wasp doesn't have, like, the mechanical strength or weight to open this door. They're in, mm. you can tell that the door is open and not locked, yet Wasp cannot push it open. It is mm. some sort of pressurized heavy metal door type thing. Rats. In that case, are there any sort of potential, like, uh, air ducts or anything like that around that Wasp might be able to, you know, sneak around in? Looking around, there are zero, which also strikes you ah. But knowing that this whole thing is a pressurized laboratory kind of makes sense as well. Eh. I think it's clear that there are two things happening here. What they're trying to show us, or the general public that walks through here, whatever general public does, and what they're actually doing here. Before we continue down up there, I think we should go back to the other side and see where these cables lead, because that's what's connected to the monitor. Agreed. If this is all just for show, I'd rather get to the heart of it and be done. Wait, what did I miss? Did you find anything in the books? They're crumbling to pieces, uh, he says as he looks over to Moat and shakes his head no. I will tell you, Ivan, like, what you can see is that, like, the, you made a good sleight of hand, like, the back fourth of the book kind of broke off. Looking over them, they are medical books on various alien sentient races. So, like, there's a book on Kasatas, there's a book on humans, on androids, on like dwarves as rare as they are like there, there's a book on like just various alien races here damn it i want to read all these <laughs> is it alphabetical does it seem like it was organized uh, it actually seems very oddly like chaotically organized and you you get the sense that like like they're all put there very clearly in a spot you like there's no dust around a book that was moved yet there's no organizational system that you see to them you said that it crumbled, but those papers are... How old is this place? Can I investigate this and see, like, why these would be crumbling when there's paper here that's perfectly fine? Yeah, anyone that wants to can give me an intelligence or a life science if you're trained. At 26. Uh, <laughs> good lord. This game's too oh, easy. Natty 20 for 28. Take that, Barso. Well, oh, you just got lucky. Okay. You guys kind of looking and talking it over. This place cannot have been old, especially if the distress signal came from directly here. But like, the feed's going, the feed is at live time. The last entry in the papers were all of four days ago. Like, the place itself, you don't think someone could have lived here for even a month in these situations. Like, you guys are in spacesuits. So, how old is this place, including the algae on the walls? Maybe three days. Uh, you, and you don't think that things should deteriorate this quickly. All right, I'm pretty sure. So is, do I see, like, algae on the books? Yeah, you see that, the, like, the bookshelf was pushed up against the wall and, like, everything's beginning to kind of climb over it. Okay, this algae is not supposed to be here and pretty sure it's corrosive in some fashion. So let's not touch it and let's move down the hall. My deduction that we shouldn't eat it was correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should not take off your space helmet and put the algae in your mouth. <laughs> you remember my dad <laughs> saying I wasn't right, so... <laughs> For, for the second time, Eisen gives Dr. Lin that look of, like, is that a medical, con like, like, is that something in the medical concern of, like, <laughs> people do doing often of, like, I'm just gonna eat this. Yes. Light bulbs would <laughs> say yes. Hey, hey, Tetsu, you gotta open this door. I, uh, Wasp can't get it. Come on. I, I can open it. And he'll just okay. walk guys... straight down the door. Hall. Uh, Moat, you can move to the back where you were in order. Tetsu, as you're coming down the hallway. Moat was gonna go up further this time. Okay. Since it was a separate thing. So Moat would be next to Tetsu. Okay. And if you think you'd be on the other side of the hall, feel free to place yourself there or something. Like if you were like leading them down being like, come check this door or something. I'll trust you guys to place 
yourself okay. wherever you want. I just wanted to make a comment before all of this. Like, in characters that I would have mentioned as we started heading down the hallway to Moat, as just a very side comment of, yes, we do all want to be ready and available when we open doors together. <laughs> that is where we are going. And as Tetsu's like, that is where we are going. You guys hear to the north, this this door just flies open, swings against the wall, like, rather hard. And you hear this... <laughs> Uh oh. And you hear. Robot Daddy? Intruders. <laughs> Intruders. No intruders. Intruders. And that's where we'll take a break. Oh. No. I knew you were on. No. No. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh.